Welcome to the Millennial Success Stories podcast, a space for millennial women entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and those who dare to forge their own path. My name is Jackie Kossoff, and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach, multi-passionate entrepreneur, writer, traveler, and history lover. The mission of this podcast is to uplift, inspire, and empower young women to create a life that reflects their own version of success. I believe in sharing our experiences so we may learn from one another and grow together as a community. If you're ready to write your own success story, let us begin. And always remember, success has no age requirement. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. Today, you guys are going to hear from my guest, Yolanda Haynes, all about some really, really awesome stuff. So Yolanda is a health coach and she just has so much insight and what I love most, action items. Um, So literally takeaway items that you can do for yourself like literally right after listening to this episode. So she really talks a lot about kind of what to do if you are just starting out on your journey, whether that be your health journey or your entrepreneurship journey. And I absolutely loved speaking to Yolanda about both of those topics. You know, I mean, they seem so big. We really did. We were able to break them down into kind of more specific questions and answers. And so, you know, and aside from that, we did also talk about travel. Yolanda has some amazing travel experiences. She talks about her backpacking trip, which really influenced her journey into entrepreneurship. And one of those reasons was because when she got back from her trip, she was let go from her from her job. So, and she's actually not the only entrepreneur that I know where that happened. Like they went on a trip and they come back and like are literally essentially thrown into just starting their own business because they they are no longer employed. So let us dive into my conversation with Yolanda. And I also did want to invite you, for those of you who enjoyed this episode, for those of you who enjoyed any of the previous episodes that I have uploaded to this point, I would so appreciate a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You know, that's really one of the best ways that this show is going to get in front of new women, new future entrepreneurs who are still dreaming about their own business and really just, I hope, (laughs) help them take action. So thank you so much for helping me with this podcast and let's get into my conversation with Yolanda. Hi Yolanda, how are you? Hi Jackie, I'm great, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, I'm so excited to be here. Okay, well, let's have you just start us off and tell us, you know, what it is you do. Tell us about your business and also tell us about, you know, how you got to where you are now. So if you want to start at the beginning, if you want to go back after you let us know, just however you want to do it, it's, it's up to you. <laughs> sure, sure. So my name is Yolanda and I'm a mom, entrepreneur and a certified health coach. And my health coaching practice is called Align with Essence. I founded that practice in 2017, and how I got into the wellness space was in 2016, I worked at a wellness center, and there I was a patient manager. So it was really my first exposure to holistic medicine and realizing that a lot of the diseases that we all face are actually preventable through simple lifestyle changes. 
So one summer I filled in for the health coach who was on maternity leave. And through that experience, I realized that I really enjoyed helping people create healthy lifestyle, learning more about their bodies, what foods give them energy. After that, I went on to get certified and I founded my practice in 2017. And ever since then, I've been on this journey. I really enjoy it. And it's just been amazing just learning more about myself and being able to help others. Awesome. Awesome. So let's see, could you maybe share with us a few things that you've learned about yourself, you know, along this journey? Cause I, I totally agree that like, I've learned so much about myself that I had no idea was like hidden in there <laughs> since becoming an entrepreneur. So I'd love to hear from you what maybe one or two of those things are. Yeah, for sure. For one thing, like mindset, it affects everything. So having the proper mindset and knowing your why, knowing what motivates you, that was something that I definitely learned. Something else I learned about myself was just for me personally, my body, I require a lot of fruits and vegetables, lots of greens. That's something that really gives me like a lot of energy. So it helped me just become more creative with like the meals that I create for myself and my family, green juicing, kale, etc. like stuff like that. Also just sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, typically before, you know, I would just think, oh, you have to have the required eight hours of sleep. And that's not necessarily slow. You know, once you find out what's good for you and your body, you know, you might be able to perform optimally at five hours. So it's really all about that self-discovery and kind of like experimenting and figuring out what works for you and your body. I love that. And I also love how you know, you started this health coaching business and you also found out more about your own health, like mm -hmm. along the way. So that's just, that's so cool. I absolutely, I love that. Okay. So let us kind of talk about, you know, let's get into the success conversation, you know, so here we are on the millennial <laughs> success stories. Yes. Um, let's start with your personal definition of success. If you could share that with us. Yes, for sure. So my personal definition of success is having uh, peace and contentment within yourself. I believe that once you have that, you're happy with the choices that you're making, that you know that it's okay to pivot when need be, you're learning from your mistakes, then that is my personal definition of success. I love that. I love that. That really resonates with me, like in the phase of life that I'm at right now, or like basically just where I am, because I've really been thinking a lot more about kind of like peace and harmony. Mm -hmm. uh, especially since, you know, since launching this podcast, the first few weeks was like, it was so much. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And I was just like, oh my gosh, like here I have, you know, I had like a bajillion things to do and there was, you know, all this stuff. And so after that whole fiasco, I really feel like this month, we're recording this in May just for everyone, <laughs> but this month was really all about kind of coming back to me and really focusing more inwards so that I could find that, you know, kind of peace and harmony that I wasn't even really experiencing before kind of the, I don't want to say craziness of the launch because it was, it was much more just like excitement, but there was, you know, there were a lot of things to do, like a lot of one-time things, you know, mm -hmm. with that come with starting a podcast that, that just kind of added up. And so that really resonates with me right now. I love that. Absolutely love that. Yeah, for sure. Cause you know, peace and success, I feel like it's not worth having if you don't have peace and harmony within yourself. Otherwise you get burnt out. You're always grinding and you kind of forget 
your why, like the passion behind it, why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's how a lot of people, you know, they get run down or they quit. So I think, you know, being centered within yourself is really important. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Okay. So for those who are still looking for that, (laughs) they're still looking to get centered within themselves. They're looking for the peace and harmony. What words of wisdom do you have for them, whether, you know, it's about how to find that or just get started on that journey toward more harmony in their lives? I would say the first thing you have to do is really take a look at your life and where you are right now and spending time with yourself, taking time to meditate, journal, just being still. Because in those quiet moments, I feel like that's when the answers just kind of come to you and you know, like, okay, maybe I need to slow down. Or I actually don't find this activity enjoyable. I actually find that enjoyable. And that's how you kind of realize like, okay, maybe it's time for me to pivot and it's okay. And honestly, just giving yourself that grace and compassion towards yourself. Yeah. Very, very good advice. I can speak from, from personal experience. That's <laughs> essentially, you know, kind of the journey that I've been on is just, yeah, just mm-hmm. getting quiet, slowing down this past month. So what would you say your biggest successes are so far? And this can be in life. This can be in business. It's absolutely up to you. Well, life personally, I would say my daughter, uh, the birth of my daughter, she is going to be three on Monday, well, Memorial Day. So yeah, that's definitely (laughs) life-wise a big success. And business-wise, I would say, well, actually starting my business and how I first got my um, first couple of clients and how I got started. This was back in 2016. October 2016, I went on a backpacking trip in Southeast Asia with a group of girlfriends. So we went to Vietnam, Malaysia, Thailand. It was just like an amazing experience. And I remember every day I would watch the sunrise and I would think about like, oh, like freedom. Like I just want freedom to be able to just do this without being tied down to a job. And then when I got back from that vacation, the next day, I found out that I got laid off from my job. And it was one of those things where it's like, wow, I was asking for freedom and (laughs) here it is. So um, the experience, it honestly really motivated me because I really focused in on going to networking events. After that, I met people. So I did my first speaking engagements. I did my first workshop. I acquired my first couple of clients. So it really gave me that push to get my business really started and off the ground because it really strengthened my why. And Mm -hmm. I really had to like push forward to fulfill that purpose. So that was, you know, a a highlight in terms of success for me and my business. Yeah. Okay. There are a number of things that I want to ask you about from (laughs) from that. Okay. So let's see, let's start, let's start business and then we'll get back to the the travel piece. For those, you know, the first, the first workshop, the first speaking engagement, you know, what are your, what's your advice, your tips for women out there who, you know, those are opportunities that they want, you know, they want to find those opportunities and how do they go about doing that? For me, a site that was really useful was Eventbrite. I found a lot of free events that cater towards entrepreneurial women. Mm-hmm. So they'll teach you like those skills. And through those events, I network with people. So just, you know, casual conversation, making a genuine connection mm-hmm. and just building upon those relationships. So I would say you could start with local meetups and events and just, you know, go from there. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Solid. Very actionable. We can all do that. Yeah. So 
travel. I think there was something else I wanted to ask. It's not coming to me right now. So let's just dive into the travel piece. So was that trip that you took to, you know, to Southeast Asia, what were some highlights? Have you, you know, have you traveled other places? Do you have kind of a list? I know, you know, you have your daughter, so I, I don't know if she's, <laughs> if she's now or if you're waiting until she's older, but you know, is that, is that something, you know, you want to share with her as well? Yeah, it's definitely something I do want to share with her. Um, Growing up, travel was always a very important part of my life. Uh, My family, they're from Guyana, so in South America. So I would go there every summer. And uh, during my childhood, I also had the opportunity to visit Amsterdam, England, and France. And that was during my early teenage years. Mm -hmm. So that's something I would definitely want to experience with her to have her just see the world and just experience different cultures because I feel that it's an important part of education like yeah we're in school we could get the textbook education but really being able to experience the world and different cultural sites I think that that's very important part of making us um, Mm well-rounded so that's something I would definitely want to do with her when she's a little bit older and personally I definitely do want to continue to travel. I love Southeast Asia, so I would want to go to Bali and travel more in Europe. And the experience of backpacking, you're really able to see like the realness of the country and really experience the culture. And, you know, I really enjoy it. So something I'll definitely do again and want more of. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I mean, I, I personally absolutely love travel, but I've never been backpacking. And <laughs> I just wonder kind of, you know, because my idea of backpacking, you know, is like completely like absolutely no, like nothing, you literally just have a pack and like, you're just going out in the wilderness, like really like your group, but like, it's just kind of like a nature type trip. Was that your experience or, or did yeah. you? Yeah, we stayed at a couple of different hostels. So mm-hmm. it was a really cool experience because you meet a lot of people who they're just backpacking for the year. So they're just going to different countries. And it was just a great experience. So I would definitely recommend backpacking, staying at hostels. But we also had like a combo. So towards the end of the trip, we stayed at a really nice Airbnb. So it was a good way to end off at like, you know, you see like the realness, you're backpacking, you have like the heavy backpack, you're on the boat, you're going through all of that experience and then ending off in a beautiful house on the hill. It was a, it was a good balance between the two, but it, the backpacking part was definitely worth it. And my favorite, because it was a bit more adventurous and <laughs> it was mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm hopefully, I, like I'm since my idea and my experience with backpacking is very limited. That was very good information. It kind of allows me to see, you know, sort of like what you were doing and, you know, maybe not. Like I was thinking like pitch tents, you know, like with, like, you know, <laughs> under the stars, like, you know, so I'm kind of like, okay, like what, what level was it? You know, so yeah, so that was, that was good. Very good. Yeah. So I would love to know kind of what's in store for you next, you know, kind of what are your goals? Where are you growing your business? Uh, right now, I'm working with clients uh, one-on-one, but I do definitely want to get into more of a group coaching, having a membership, starting a podcast soon, because there's a lot of information that is out there, but it's not really like catered or tailored. We honestly just don't have the time to sit there and research and figure out what works for us. So I want to really just craft information together, mainly towards female entrepreneurs, because you know they're really busy. They're managing their businesses. They're managing their families. They have a lot going on. So right now I'm looking to expand my practice definitely online as well as in person. 
So definitely reaching more people for sure. Awesome. Okay. So what would you say, you know, okay, so here we are, you want to expand your practice. And I'm sure there are plenty of women out there, you know, listening to this podcast who are thinking, okay, like, I don't really know where to go on my health journey, you know, like where to start, like how to focus on my health. So I think two questions. So one, what would be your advice to women who are entrepreneurs who are, you know, super busy working things out to get started on their own health journey? And then I will... Yeah, and then I'll ask the second question after you're done. <laughs> yeah, to get started on your health journey, I would say choose one small step. You know, there's a saying that small hinges swing big doors. So whether that's increasing your water intake or cutting sugar, just making that one small step. And if you're busy, you have a lot going on, you could simply just set a reminder in your calendar, like, okay, it's First thing in the morning, drink a glass of water. Lunchtime, drink a glass of water. Right before bed, schedule another alarm, drink a glass of water. So simple steps like that, I feel like they make really big changes. And once you're able to master that, then you'll add something else on, such as, okay, I'm going to walk around a block. So that way I'm incorporating more movement. So really those small steps. Wonderful. Okay. So another, this question is, I guess, a little more abstract. So for me personally, you know, on my health journey, and I've connected with a number of women who sort of had similar experiences, the health journey sort of started or sort of, you know, grew unexpectedly. You know, it was kind of like, we weren't really trying, like, for instance, I wasn't trying to lose weight, you know, after a certain point, like I wanted to lose five pounds because I had to fit into a bridesmaid's dress. But, you know, after that, it just sort of like, you know, spiraled. And I feel like, you know, I just kind of, you know, got more and more information. So what would you say to those women who maybe feel like they're stuck in their health journey or like they don't know what their next step is? Like they think they're healthy because personally, like I thought that I was pretty healthy, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't realize you know, what was actually going on until I sort of had to lose that five pounds. So, you know, what would you say to women like that? Yeah. Hitting a plateau in your health journey is something that is definitely normal and something that we all experience. And in that case, you may just need guidance. So someone like a health coach, a wellness coach, or a nutritionist would be able to help you identify exactly what goals, what your next goals are and help you take things to the next level and provide not only information, because information, you know, we can all Google and get like overwhelmed with all the information that we're faced. But when you have someone who understands the goals that you're trying to reach, then they're able to really help you identify those goals, provide you with the support and the accountability to really take it to the next level. So when I meet with my clients, I start off with like an initial assessment to figure out, all right, what their goals are, and then really just co-creating a plan with them to help them achieve those goals within their specified time frame. Awesome. Gosh, that sounds wonderful. And you anticipated my next question because I was going to be like, okay, how do you get started with your clients? Like, what do you do with them first? (laughs) So, but now, okay, let's talk about, you know, maybe some, some other advice that you have just for women who are starting out on their entrepreneurship journeys. You know, what would you say to someone who, you know, wants to get started, but just doesn't really know how? Yeah, I would say something that has been very critical for me is knowing my why, knowing why do I want to start on this entrepreneurial journey, knowing what is it that I'm passionate about? 
because once you identify your why, when you hit those roadblocks, the days that you may feel discouraged, it really helps stay motivated and helps you stay focused. So with getting started, I would say, find out what it is that you're passionate about, whether that's making cupcakes or you know walking dogs, or if you're really into reading, you wanna tutor kids, like whatever it is, find out what it is that you're passionate about why do you want to do it and what is your end goal and just really pursue it and you know it's okay to pivot when need be it's okay to start over it's okay to try something new and just you know really experiment until you find that thing that is really working for you and you feel fulfilled yeah and i would i would love if you could maybe speak more into pivoting starting over you know things like that because i feel like sometimes when you're in the entrepreneur space you know and you see people who are like oh you know i just i started this business and you know within a year it's like just made six figures multiple six figures you know all this stuff and sometimes the comparisonitis gets real and so what would you say to you know the woman who maybe she has you know five different business ideas and she's trying to figure out which one to start with and she's really frustrated that she has to choose one because she thinks that she can't choose them all eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that there are several ways to go about it. One route would be to start small. So just choosing one, committing to it for a certain amount of time, I would say six months to a year because it really takes time for things to actually progress. And then those other ideas, you can kind of keep them on the back burner. So that initial idea, once that's flowing and you find that you're enjoying it, you find that you're actually, I would say survey your audience, knowing what people actually want, because you can have so many ideas and you think it's great, but it's really not what other people want. Mm -hmm. So when you survey who it is that you want to help, you have to really validate that idea. So I think that would be a great start in terms of figuring out which direction to go into. If you have like multiple ideas to do that first. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, not being afraid to fail and, you know, comparison, that's something that we all experience, especially in the social media age. And you go online and it seems like everyone is from home. Well, not even at home, but on the island, <laughs> you know, living the laptop lifestyle. <laughs> And, you know, it's something that we all may aspire to, but it's okay. You have to remember that, you know, you're at your chapter one and you can't compare yourself to someone else's chapter 15. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of hard work that happens behind the scenes, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of late nights. So you just have to remember that it's okay. And again, give yourself that grace and that compassion, especially when starting out, because you're going to make mistakes and know that it's going to happen. So anticipate that and it's totally okay. Just learn from them and just keep moving forward. Yeah, no, but very, I love the idea of serving people first before you decide on an idea because yeah, that can, it can really help to know that you have kind of a ready market for yeah. whichever business idea that you choose. And, you know, there's so much out there just in terms of the comparisonitis and, you know, not comparing your reality to someone's highlight reel. Um, And so I just, I absolutely love that you spoke to that as well, because I just think it's so important for all of our listeners to really realize and remind themselves on a regular basis, because we all go through it (laughs) at home. Yeah, yeah. So let's see, are there any experience that really stands out just along your journey that you feel like could be a really good 
learning experience for other women who are, you know, maybe where you were, you know, six months ago, a year ago, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. A few, maybe like six months ago, I became really frustrated in my business because I wasn't seeing like the results that I wanted to see. Uh, I felt like the clients weren't coming in and I was really frustrated within myself. So I took the time to really go on a personal development journey, really Mm -hmm. just discovering like, okay, why is it that I wanted to do this in the first place? Really reconnecting with that why, working on my mindset, really working on myself. And after that, I found like a really, I experienced a great breakthrough because I was reconnected to, well, this isn't about me. This is about the people that I want to help. This is about the impact that I want to have on the world. This is about the legacy that I want to leave for my family and future generations. So really taking that time, you're going to get frustrated. You may get discouraged, but really connecting with yourself and your why, it's very important in keeping you grounded, keeping you focused, and really keeping you motivated. So I would say for anyone who feels that they're struggling, it's completely okay to pause collect yourself and then continue to move forward. Yeah, no, very, very important reminder. I know I feel like I've learned that personally as well, (laughs) you know, because yeah, we're all going to get to those points where we feel like we're stuck and where things just aren't going as we, you know, anticipated or as we Mm. thought. So many different unexpected things that happen when you're, you know, on your entrepreneur journey. Let's see. I would just like to know maybe, you know, what are some of the things that you do maybe when you're having an off day? And I know these can be really personal, but you know, that just to kind of get you back into the right mindset to serve your clients or even just, you know, do whatever it is you're doing, like working like in your business to keep things moving. Yeah. For me, starting my day with prayer, meditation, journaling, just to get all of those thoughts and like anxiety out. It's a great way to start my day. And I simply just walking, like going outside and just walking around a block, like really taking that time to just move my body, relax my mind, focus on my breathing, uh, getting in touch with nature, just pausing and being still. That definitely helps a lot. And just mindset work, the affirmations every day, uh, even just simply going back I keep a list of my small wins. Mm. So it really helps keep me motivated. Like, okay, today this didn't work out, but you know what? I have a proven track record of, you know, things. It's life. You know, you have your ups and your downs. So keeping track of your wins, your small wins especially, it's really good in keeping you, you know, motivated, especially if you hit a rut to Mm -hmm. remember like, well, you know, I can do this. I am capable of doing it. So it really helps keep you motivated. Yeah, no, oh my God, I absolutely love that because, you know, just thinking of the way that I get when I, you know, kind of come across something negative that happens or, you know, like something just doesn't work out and you start like obsessing over it and it's like everything that you accomplished before that point just kind of goes out the window. So like, it's so helpful to have. Yeah, we all need those reminders. (laughs) Yeah, no, amazing. Love that. I think I'm probably going to start doing that because I feel like I don't do that enough. I do weekly reviews, but it's more like reviews of like what I've done, not necessarily the results of what I've done. So yeah, yeah, that's very, I'm going to, I'm going to start, start doing that. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. All right. So let us kind of go, I want to say like backtrack, but let's just kind of go back into the conversation on success. And I really would love for you to maybe talk about success as kind of the different stages. So the one thing that I feel like we, we see a lot in entrepreneurship is the concept of different levels of success. You know, there's not one global, you know, definition of success, but really, you know, honoring your personal journey and each success that you have along the way. You know, do you have any advice for, you know, women out there who may be struggling to celebrate even the smallest of wins to really understand that they can be successful in this moment without achieving or having achieved their ideal level of success, which may be very, very large. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, well, something that I do, I created a chart for myself and I, it's like my own personal business growth chart and each level has a big goal that when I reach that, that, okay, awesome, great. I conquered that. I accomplished that. And then I'm on to like the next big goal. And then I have those steps that I have to take to reach that next big goal. So it's again, taking levels and baby steps and really breaking down those goals into smaller goals and smaller steps. Mm -hmm. And again, pivoting when need be and reassessing your goals. Cause sometimes you may make a goal sometimes out of vanity (laughs) where it's like, all right, I just want to hit, you know, six figures. And it's like, well, why do I want to hit six figures? And you may really push yourself to hit that goal, but then you realize like, okay, I'm actually not passionate about what I'm doing. When you could pivot to something else or incorporate something that gives you that work-life balance because you don't want to work all the time and then forget about life. So I would say set your large, big goals, but also break those goals down and have the steps that you want to take and reassess. Every time you hit a level, reassess to see if that's still what you want, it's still what you're passionate about, and just keep moving forward. Okay. I'm, I'm absolutely loving this because I feel like you're giving such wonderful, like actionable advice, like showing people, you know, how you can take these concepts. And because so, I feel like sometimes, you know, people will just like, you, you know, you write down a goal and then you're like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, there it is. Like I've declared to the universe that, that this is my goal and, you know, mm-hmm. I want to get there. But I just absolutely love what you've been sharing with us because I think that it's just, it's so easy to kind of see, okay, like these are tools that I can use to track my progress, to really make sure that I'm still on the right track and also see kind of how far I've come, see how my success is so much closer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you. You're welcome. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's see, before we wrap up, I would love for you to maybe give another little tidbit of advice, whether it's something that you've learned from a mentor, something that you've seen kind of in the entrepreneur space that really just resonated with you and you feel like that has this piece of advice, no matter how big or small, really made such a difference in your own journey? For me, it's authenticity, being authentic and not feeling like you have to be someone else or emulate someone else's success. I think that being authentic, people, they can feel that. It's like a, it's an energy. So if you're attracting, you know, your clients, your tribe, the best thing that you can do is to be authentic and be true to yourself. And a part of that is knowing your identity, knowing who you are, because when you are secure in that, it brings a level of confidence. And when you have that level of confidence, you naturally attract 
your people because not everyone is for you. So yeah. I would say definitely being authentic and true to yourself. Okay. I love that. And you actually, I was going to like ask you another question. You sort of anticipated it. Like you have anticipated it. <laughs> I was going to just say, you know, I feel like when you're just starting out, sometimes it's difficult to, yeah, to kind of find yourself to figure out, okay, what is authentic, you know, because I've never done this before. I've never, you know, tried to sell my services. I've never tried to do these things and I really don't know what I'm doing. So like, I don't know what's authentically me. And, and you, you kind of mentioned that, but what tips do you have for women to really get down to, you know, what it is that, that is authentically them when it comes to their entrepreneur identity and really just starting to figure that out? Yeah, I would say the first step would be identifying your core values. What is it that are your, what's super, what's really important to you and what things you just cannot compromise on. And a lot of it is personal development. This entrepreneurial journey, it's really a huge personal development class. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're learning so much about yourself and you're realizing things like, okay, I'm actually not that good at attention to detail or, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not the best at public speaking, but once you identify those things, it's like, you know what? It's okay. So I'm not the most confident. Let me work on this. Let me find a class. Let me read a book. Let me practice. And when you just continue, keep progressing and moving forward, then it helps build your confidence and realizing that it is going to take time. Nobody starts out perfect. Everyone starts out with zero followers. Everyone starts out super nervous when they have to speak to someone at that first sales call. But when you get that, yes, I want to sign up for your service or that, yes, I want to buy your product like that, it's all worth it. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, just, it's okay. Enjoy the journey also because it's a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, real quick, do you have any, like, are there any books or maybe one book, maybe three or whatnot that you read toward the beginning of your journey that you feel like really helped you <laughs> and you encourage other women to read as well? For sure. Um, there's so many, I love reading. Uh, but one, uh, one that I read actually when I was on the trip in Southeast Asia was The Alchemist by Pablo well, I have to double check that. I really did enjoy the book. It's a fable. It's in the form of a, of a parable. And it's really about one quote is that when you decide something, the universe conspires to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And that was something that really resonated with me, especially with, you know, dreaming of freedom, freedom. And then the next day I got <laughs> laid off, which was freedom, just not how I decided to be, but it was definitely that push. Another book is called Mindset by Carol, I believe, Dwyer, and it's all about just having the right mindset, creating the growth mindset. When you have a growth mindset, you approach your problems differently. You don't even see them as problems. You're like, okay, you become more solution-oriented, and you have a different way of looking at life, your finances, situation, relationship. So mm -hmm. those are two books that I would uh, recommend. Right. Love that. And I know my friend actually just, was it last week? Yeah, it was like early last week, recommended The Alchemist to me. And so mm -hmm. this is now the second time it's been recommended. So <laughs> I think that's it's a sign. I'm going to go get it, you guys. Like, <laughs> should be reading it. Okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And so Yolanda, where can people get in touch with you and you know, learn more about your business, connect with you, all those sorts of things? Yeah, so my website is called alignedwithessence.com. 
on Facebook. I have a Facebook community, the Align with Essence Facebook community, and on Instagram at Align with Essence. Wonderful. And we will include all those in the show notes so our listeners can go and connect with you. Thank you so much. This was so wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great experience. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I would love to invite you to join our growing community of fellow millennial women entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs inside our free Facebook group, the Millennial Success Society. I also love connecting with fellow women entrepreneurs on Instagram. Find me at Jackie Kossop underscore LA. Feel free to send me a DM with any suggestions for future episodes or questions you'd like answered on the show. For all the latest show updates, exclusive resources for our listeners, or to apply to become a guest on the show, please visit the Millennial Success Stories podcast page on my website at www.jackiekossop.com slash podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.